0: happy new year happy new year how uh how was your new year new year's celebration
1: it was good um you know son was in bed well before midnight and uh yeah uh wife fell asleep before midnight as well i stayed up until until midnight but i was like dead asleep like three minutes later and then and then that was about it i mean we didn't really do anything um we celebrated earlier in the day and we did like sparklers and that kind of thing but like the actual moment of new year's was just me going all right cool it's a new year and then out again (laughs) it was like i stayed up just long enough to say oh cool it's 2023 now all right
0: bye cool and then i was gone yeah what about you um, we were up just kind of watching TV and stuff. Um, I don't, how were the fireworks around you?
1: Um, the people around us usually do fireworks for this and for 4th of July, pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually didn't feel that bad, um, for new years this year, but, um, you know, I mean, it went for a while, but it wasn't as consistent.
0: Well, last year was pretty bad, right? Cause your son was like a newborn and yeah yeah
1: and, and i was just like y'all please stop good lord <laughs> yeah
0: it's i've been i've been very sensitive about it for years because of you know all of my kids and all of their various right. stages of sleep yep. and man it's like the most annoying thing like i get it but like it's it's just one of those things that like no i just hate this now like that's it like i can't
1: there's yeah, no coming weird. back
0: from it like i think even if my kids were like 20 i would hate it Cause I would just, I I can't, you know, me Dustin, I don't like when people are too loud. And so like, I just, I I just don't like it. And, uh, and, and so when that's happening in the neighborhood, it's like, forget my kids. Like, come on y'all like this is. This is pretty loud, and it's. They were doing it not only Saturday night, but they did it Sunday night, and they did it last yeah. night. It was like they bought a bunch of fireworks, didn't use them and all, and just
1: piecemealed them. Yeah, and just
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah,
1: we rationed them out. Yeah, <laughs> for for us, like before. My son came along, we had the dog, and she was definitely afraid of fireworks. Oh, and man, yeah. so, like, she would whine and like bark and that kind of thing. And she would stay inside. So, she wasn't like, it, there's a lot, it, it's sort of like a thing where when you have dogs, you just know that dogs go missing on the 4th of July and on New Year's hmm. because they jump the fences and like run um this is just a very common thing um we always kept her inside so we never had that issue but she still was like in her crate like whining and so it was just like a common thing it's ever since we've been married and and because we had we got her so soon after we were married Mm -hmm. it's like as soon as we were married it was just like okay all fireworks suck
0: yeah this is just bad yeah
1: Yeah, exactly. So like, I always think about the people that have like multiple dogs or, you know, people who have PTSD from, you know, uh, their, uh, service. Uh, It's like, it's like this, this is probably not like, I understand the mentality of let's go have fun and do and shoot this off. I also, I'm like, it's also kind of a waste of money, but you do you, (laughs) Yeah. but I'm like, but I get it. But I'm also like, yeah, but you're just not really thinking about the people around you. Right. And I feel like if I ever did like a big fireworks show, I'd either decide, okay, we're going to go somewhere and do this, not like in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And secondly, I'd be like, all right, definitely by like 1230, we're done. Like, we're not going to do this until 2 a.m. No. You know what I mean? And we're going to do it for 30 minutes from you know midnight to 1230, done, call it a day. Um, but yeah, these, these people just kind of go on and on and on and on.
0: When I was uh, when I was a kid we like we would go to the beach a lot around 4th of mm. July and New Year's so most yeah. of my like exposure to fireworks was always on the beach on the beach yeah somewhere like Pretty Key or Gulf Shores like that's lined with condos like if you're at the beach on the 4th of July or New Year's you're you should expect to hear fireworks because people are on vacation or they're you know yeah. whatever so like there was never it was always like, Hey, we're gonna go down to the beach and shoot off fireworks, and that's what we're gonna yep. do. And like it, it wasn't like it didn't occur to me before those times or after, but like once sure. I started experiencing fireworks mostly inside the city limits, where by the way, it's illegal to shoot them off. Yeah, like it's not just annoying, it's like against the law. And it's like, okay, mm. cool. So like this is just kind See, of it's not illegal here. Right. So it's 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 yep. obnoxious and it's illegal. And it is just not enforced. And it's like, I guess it's it's just unenforceable. But like for me, I'm just that curmudgeon where I'm like, because for the longest time, my old house, like my neighbors would shoot them off and their driveway was like 10 feet from my bed. So like, it was really annoying. And uh, since we moved, like it's a little better here because we're on a cul-de-sac, but like I'm still surrounded by neighbors who shoot them off and they're they're a varying, you know, frequencies and noises and stuff. And like, but like- it's more just, I've just accepted like, this is just something I'm never going to like be relaxed about ever again. And right, I have to exactly. just sort of get through it when it happens. But like, I like no longer apologize for finding something obnoxious that other people find fun yeah, for the sake of not seeming like some funny duddy because right, sure. it's just obnoxious i don't see how like i i really don't even yeah. understand what's fun about it unless you're like 19 because like, <laughs> I, I don't see how a 40 year old sure you know buys fireworks it's like, it's like yeah. oh look at the lights and the big popping noises it's like yeah, yeah, don't yeah. you have a don't you have video games <laughs> or anything Please. else how much those cost yeah. what would that cost you like 500 dollars for all that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: understand. Like going to a fireworks show where I'm purely spectating. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, cool, we're cool. going. To fantastic. It's, like, synced up to music fantastic. or whatever. Yeah, it's like, I, cool, yeah. but like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Like growing up, we we did fireworks every so often, and yeah. like my dad would shoot them off. And but I remember the being like, you know, five fireworks, and then we were done. You know, right. it was like. Like that was it. It was just to get a taste of it. Like, hey, you know, it was almost like my dad was showing, like, here's the safe way to do this. Right. Like if you're gonna do it, like make sure you, you know, have the proper, you know, it's like here here here's how to do it safely. Yeah. And so it was almost like a teaching thing, as much as it was like we were kids going, Oh yay. Don't explosions. hold them. Yeah. Don't
0: shoot don't them out them. of your butt crack. Yeah. Or your mouth. Bad idea.
1: Bad idea. <laughs>
0: where'd my teeth go honestly like that's like a problem I mean that's like something that annoys me but a bigger problem around here is like people just firing guns into the air
1: yeah right exactly
0: which is like okay if, if I could wave magic wand and stop one of those things I would obviously stop all the the gun shooting you know Yep. At, at least the fire at least everyone who gets their face blown off by a firework is you know some kind of willing participant right uh, exactly you know but like you know too many stories of people just being hit by stray bullets on New Year's Eve because someone doesn't understand that bullets don't just go into space and
1: correct. <laughs> they don't going. just travel indefinitely. Yeah. yeah.
0: Until they hit the moon. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. So So this is true. New Year's is not my favorite holiday. Not even close. Um, yeah. Do you right. have, do you have, I meant to ask you this cause I was thinking about how much I dislike <laughs> New Year's and the 4th of July. Do yeah. you have a favorite holiday? Yeah, Christmas is my favorite holiday. For a lot of people, it's Christmas. Yeah, yeah. But as an adult, why is it? Why is that it for you? um well Christmas is always always has been
1: more low-key for for us like for our family so growing up it was just kind of like a time to get the family together or you know just kind of relax around a fireplace you know or you know whatever and it was just kind of like you know conversation and hanging out whereas like we do a big thing our family's always done a big like July 4th thing as well but it doesn't include fireworks mm. um and it's just like you know hamburgers hot dogs and Pool time, basically, but um, but yeah, I mean, I, I i don't know. I mean, I enjoy that kind of stuff too, where there's like stuff to do and you know whatever, and like good food. But I, I'm also just like, I just like the idea of you know, it's kind of kind of cold out. I mean, obviously it's Georgia, so it's not super cold. It's like kind of <laughs> cold out, and you have like a hot chocolate or you know apple cider or something, and. Uh, just kind of like relax and have good conversation with people. Yeah. And like that, like that to me is just way more intriguing It's just way more intriguing than, you know, anything else. Um, I, as a kid, I always hated Thanksgiving because I was like, this is just, this is just boring. Like there's nothing <laughs> happens. And like, as an adult, I'm just like, this is nice. Like yeah. you just kind of sit here and talk like yeah. that's fine. Um, talk to people you care to talk to. You know what I mean? Not exactly. like, You know, so, um, yeah, I don't know. Christmas has always been my favorite, though. Plus, I I do like, you know, the decoration of it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that people, even people who, like, even companies will decorate their stores and like that kind of thing. And so it just feels more like communal than most other holidays.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Mine. So I, I, I never, I only gave it recent thought like the in recent years. And I think I declared hmm. it a few years ago. Like, I think my favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it's, and it's because, so my altruistic, like hippie reason is like, it's not about c- consumerism, man. Yeah. yeah but yeah. it's like, yeah. There's no presence. There's just, we're, yeah. well, one reason I like Thanksgiving, it's the same, it's not the same date, but it's the same, same day every year. It's the whatever Thursday in November, Yeah, you know? Yep. And so like, it's easy just vacation wise to plan Thanksgiving. Mm. Um, you don't have to travel to have Thanksgiving at to full effect. Yep. You can just have a meal wherever you are. And, um, I like that it's just, Hey, we're eating and it's fall and, um, I liked it. The day after Thanksgiving is a holiday, whereas, you know, depending on what day the year Christmas falls on, you have to work the next day. I have to work the next day. You know, it's, um, so it's, you know, not always great. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I liked that Thanksgiving is essentially just this big, long four and a half day weekend. Um, that's just mostly about like eating some cool food and hanging out. And for some people there's, there's also some football in there for us. It's it's the, it's the Macy's day parade. And then people like to do black Friday. And, you know, we did a whole thing this year. that was like a three day thing for my Mm. family for the first time. And and I liked that um, the way we did it. So, and, and Christmas is just a little bit more, I don't know. And this is just me. I don't know. I like the relative simplicity of Thanksgiving versus something like Christmas or sure, sure, sure. You know, and I think for New well, Year's, like people just feel like the need to like go hard on New Year's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just like that no one goes hard on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is no one's like, <gasps> like rally yeah, yeah, yeah. holiday right. to like go nuts. It's just let's just yeah. sip whiskey and be cool.
1: To to that point, like. It- Christmas has certainly been co-opted by a lot of people and a lot yeah. of things. Um, you know, I mean, the, the entire like Santa Claus thing co-opted it and, you know, and then, you know, consumerism uh, kind of grabbed it from Santa Claus and, you know, where it was originally, it was like, oh, we give gifts. And then it's like, oh, now we buy gifts. Like, that's yeah. what you do is buying <laughs> gifts. And then, and now, and then the now it's gifts. like, yeah, and now it's like starting December 1st, <laughs> make sure you buy all the deals or really, really Black Friday, buy all the deals. Right. And like, that's when Christmas kind of begins. And then, and then, then there's like all the trappings on top of it, like Christmas music that you can't escape. And, and there's like all this stuff It it does become bigger and more like, <laughs> to use a Peter Griffin phrase it insists upon itself <laughs> um it's like it's like you, you, you can't escape Christmas there's Christmas yeah. movies there's Christmas music yeah. there's Christmas like ugly Christmas sweater contests and like uh, elf there's on the all shelf all kinds of yeah elf on the shelf there's yeah. all kinds of things that like vie <laughs> for your attention and your approval and your you know whatever at your money um but like th- the way that I experience Christmas and always have, maybe more akin to what you're talking about with Thanksgiving. It's just kind of like a time to relax and, uh, and, and yes, there is an expectation of gift giving to some extent, Mm -hmm. which I could take or leave. Um, If only because like, I don't, I don't necessarily need to receive gifts. Um, I do like to give gifts. Mm -hmm. I do like to put thought into what I'm getting somebody and, and have a moment to kind of help them have a good, Christmas, like I do like that responsibility of it, like help somebody have a good Christmas by getting them something they need Mm -hmm. or want or wouldn't buy for themselves, but have always secretly harbored a desire for, you know, it's like those kind of things I do enjoy about it, but there's certainly a lot that, that has been, you know, uh, monetized about Christmas that kind of is aggravating. Um, but, you know, whatever. I mean, again, it, it all boils down to how do you celebrate it? What are your traditions? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, my traditions, my family's traditions don't have very much to do with the consumeristic part of it. Um, it's more just, you know, let's hang out all together and, you know, and make an effort to see each other and make each other's day a little bit brighter. And like, like to me, that that's just way, way more in. It's just, just way more interesting to me. Um, and I do like Christmas movies. I mean, they're cheesy and terrible, but I like them. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oliver, my son, um, really likes Halloween. Mm. Um, He kept talking about wanting to go back to Halloween. I want to go to Halloween yeah. after that yeah. happened. So he was really in Halloween yeah. this year. And The other day he was like, "That's my like, wife's favorite." Yeah, people. A lot of people love Halloween. Yeah, I and mean, it's not even cost. I don't even know what it is. I, maybe it's just fall. Maybe that for some people that's, yeah. that that's just the beginning of fall, and they just love that. Yeah, um, yep. I know some people who love it because of all the Satan shit. <laughs> so there's that. I guess for <laughs> sure. those people. Um, sure, Oliver. Sure. I don't think that's his reason, but Oliver, uh, Oliver like <laughs> is really into like songs and rotten nursery rhymes right now. And he was walking through the house the other day and he was just like, I thought he was singing deck the halls, and he was, but he said he was going, Halloween and Merry Christmas. La 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 He was like, he'd come by and <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh, cool. So he 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 kept Halloween right. all the way through Christmas. And so there you go. He's still cool. saying Merry Christmas as like a good night thing right now, which is kind of nice. Yep. So sure. Yeah. Halloween he likes, Thanksgiving. It, it, with, for with serving for muffins, he doesn't care and then yeah, Christmas yeah. he got a bathrobe yeah. so he was like right, right. halloween and christmas is, is good yep yep well um it is early january now and we are into 2023 uh this is technically the second episode of 2023 cuz one of the ones from last week ported over and dropped mm-hmm. on the second um yep. but this is the first one we're recording in the new year so we've arrived here we are um yep. and to that end we're going back to <clears throat> one episode mm-hmm. per week starting with this episode so yeah. congratulations. If you enjoyed that, it's going away. Um, I said we wouldn't, I said we wouldn't do it indefinitely. We were just sitting on a backlog and I wanted to offload them. So. Yep. Yep. Um, Gotta burn through them. Back to Fridays. So uh stay out of those Monday goodies that you were getting yeah. for a little bit. Yep. Yep. At least for me, if you got Monday goodies elsewhere, then that's your business. Yep. Yeah. Uh, to that end, before we get into the main thing, I know this is a we're super front loading this episode. Um, I wanted to hell, you know what? Let's just let's just go to a break. So <laughs> I'm gonna okay. go to do, I'm gonna go to a break, and when I come back, I want to talk about the the main event tonight, which is this review, this last solo like mention of a 2002 film. Yeah. back um so dustin uh before we get yes. to that film i had one more thing i had this whole list of quick recommendations and i haven't gotten to mm. recommend them okay <clears throat> so i'm just gonna real quick recommend something i no. don't think you have you been did you you don't watch the handmaid's tale do you i don't so for people who i don't know i, I don't even know who this is for really i'm just here's the thing i watched and i am I'm, I'm 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 still on it um and it wasn't even recent at this point anymore, but I would recommend the season five of the handmaid's tale, but that's the one they dropped in the fall. Hmm. Um, and so <clears throat> again, I don't even know who I'm talking to. Am i talking to people who haven't seen the show before. am I talking to people who are watching the show. Aren't they already right. going to watch the new season? If you hadn't heard the new season came out months ago um, and I watched it with my wife and it, it's vastly improved upon season four, which we felt hmm. was weird and, um, made everyone unlikable and uh, was really just like moody and strange. And this one was mm. much better. Um, it felt like the story was going somewhere again. Um, and um, it's one of those. It had an F finale. that actually felt like it served a proper conflict for the characters. Like it actually like disrupted things in a way that like meant something and made you think well how in the world are they going to get out of this you know and it, and it actually sure. set up what i learned later was their final season this next season the sixth one is the final one um yeah it set it up for actual suspense and um mm. of course it's one of those shows that's prestige tv it's just extremely well executed as a show yeah. um from a yeah. technical standpoint so <clears throat> you know never mind the you know the the writing or the you know social commentary of the show like it's it's just from a technical standpoint, I just I just appreciate any show that just takes its time and tells a story, not just through characters saying obvious things. So uh that's my quick recommendation for the for anyone who's fell off the show or doesn't have Hulu right now or whatever else. Like season five of the sure. Handmaid's Tale is on Hulu. I enjoyed it. Um, and I was glad to cool. hear because I was like, okay, how many seasons left are oh, there? And then it's like one more. And I was like, good, because we talk about the amount of seasons for a show all the time and what is what is that magic number and we've always said like "Ah, about five or six is 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 good for a show unless the format lends itself to shorter or longer and a show like this that's about you know a dystopian future it's like okay at at what point do we bring this to a close and is there resolution for the story world like yeah yeah you know how does the how can the show end because i'll tell you this the show at least where i from where I'm sitting now, like we're no closer to like bringing down Gilead as like an evil country. Um, mm. I mean, maybe we are or something, but like, it's one of those things where you go, okay, does the show resolve itself by like the United States coming back or does it resolve itself by Gilead getting less bad and we just settle for mm. that? And, and and is that mm. satisfying? <laughs> right. Sure. Um, sure. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'm anticipating it and I'm looking forward to it. So, sure. All right. So the, the, the reason we got on the mic almost a half hour ago is to talk about Minority Report. Okay, Jan, what's coming? Double homicide. One male, one female. Killers male, white, 40. Set up a perimeter and tell them we're on route. I'm placing you under arrest for the future murder of Sarah Marks. Give the man his hand. The future can be seen. All we have to run on are the images that they produce. We see what they see. There hasn't been a murder in six years. There's nothing wrong with the system. It is perfect, <laughs> I agree. Murder can be stopped. Tell me exactly what it is you're looking for. Flaws. You ever get any false positives? We are arresting individuals who have broken no law. But they will. The fact that you prevent it from happening doesn't change the fact that it was going to happen. The system can't be wrong. Wait, wait. Can you say something, Chief? You? No. You're in a lot of trouble, John. I have a warrant in my pocket that says murder. Don't run. You don't have to chase me. From 20th Century Fox. He set me up. He set me up. And DreamWorks Pictures. Who's the victim? I've never heard of him, but I'm supposed to kill him in less than 36 hours. He's gonna get a Tom Cruise. I need
1: your help. You contain information. I need to know how to get at it.
0: In a Steven Spielberg film. I have to know. I have to find out what happened in my life. You tell me, who was it? Set this up. I don't know. How about now? On June 21st. Yeah. So Minority Report is a wonderful At this rate, film. Minority Report review will be
1: the minority of this episode.
0: <laughs> That's right. Well, only in this section is is, uh, is Agatha. The other, the... Yes. Uh, Art and Dash got the uh, the first two. Yeah. Um, so Minority Report was released in 2002. It's a Steven Spielberg film uh, based on the... Minority Report novel by Philip K. Dick, who uh, whose stories you may have heard, inspired many really cool science fiction films like Blade Runner and Scanner Darkly and many other things. Well, I wouldn't say yep. many. There's not like a ton of Philip right. K. Dick books, but you know, yeah. Um, yep. so you know, you've got Tom Cruise starring in this, uh, Colin Farrell, Samantha yep. Mord, Morton, Max von Se- is it Seed or Side Out? I've heard it both ways. Seed Out, I've
1: yeah, I've heard it both ways. I prefer
0: Seedow. Yeah. is less yeah. sinister. Yeah, right. Sinister.
1: Seidal. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So Minority Report is uh, it's one of the ones I revisited, knowing like I know I like this movie. It's not like I wonder yeah. if this holds up. It was like I know I like this. this I'm just is l- good. looking yeah. forward to watching it again. And yep. of course, it doesn't disappoint. Um. Yeah. Anyone who has not seen the movie uh, has about sixty seconds to. Listen to me before I start talking about the plot details. But, uh, minority report is a really cool science fiction film about essentially in 2024, we have figured out human beings have figured out
1: 2050 54. I think what did
0: I say 44, you said 24. Oh yeah. No, it's 54. <laughs> I
1: think it's 50. I think it's 54.
0: No, no, no. It is. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's, it's 2054 and, and we have, we have discovered how to predict murder um we've mm. got these we've got these three freaks who who live in a tank who were the surviving experiment you learn all about they're like you know they survived some experiment and now they can like see the future as a hive mind and yeah. they they see murders they dream about murders that have not happened yet and yep. so the you know the the, 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 the um Washington DC uh, set up a whole crime department around like how do we interpret these and like how can we stop these murders from happening and they call it yep. pre-crime and yep. so Maxon seedow like invented pre-crime and tom cruise is like the best pre-cop and they've done it for six years in washington dc and they want to take it nationwide and so the yep. whole like plot of the movie is like that's about to happen that's the whole setup and then tom cruise uh, sees a a pre-murder that's committed by him and mm-hmm. so he runs and while he's on yep. the run he learns that not every prevision comes true and so he yep. and he has to find what's called the minority report like the the disagree the the dissenting vote of um of the precogs, yeah of the hive yep. mind and so and and, uh, and 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 prove his innocence because he has no intention yep. of killing this person he's Projection he doesn't even, this he yeah. doesn't even know this yeah. person. Yeah. Uh, and so it's just a really great movie. So uh, if you've never seen it, go see it uh, somewhere. I don't even know where it is right now. I watched it on DVD. So I don't think it's streaming anywhere. No, it was on Netflix for a few months. Uh, and I held on to it because I had a hard copy and I waited till the end of the year to watch it. And it wasn't on streaming.
1: I'll take that back. It is on Netflix. It is. Sorry. Oh, OK. It is.
0: It must have yep. popped back on this month because I don't think it was there oh. in December. Yeah, oh, it's there. Awesome. Well, go on Netflix, everybody. Go, go watch it. Um, yeah. Damn, it probably got me remastered and everything, which I didn't get to see. Yeah. Oh, well. I was watching no. uh, a crappy DVD. Um, <laughs> in 480p. <laughs> um, you know, uh, this is one of those movies. I can't remember when I first saw this. It was obviously wasn't in theaters. I was too young. Um, yeah. But I... I don't know what drew me to it. I don't know if it was on the marketing because, you know, at this point we're old enough to, you know, be seeing a lot of this stuff, uh, you know, in ads and stuff. And then there was, there was a, there was a video game for it, I think too. Um, and so I just, at some point watched it and I just, I remember the overwhelming impression I got the first time I saw this movie was like how, how scary it was. It's an unsettling movie. Um, the sound design and the, the, um, the, uh, cinematography of the dreams and the murders yeah. are scary, yeah. really yeah. scary. Yeah. And yep. so, like, as a teen, like, I was just like, you'd watch it and I'd just have nightmares because of how yeah, awful the, the, That stuff is, you know, how, how, you know, pulling the mask over his face and, you know, you know how blind I am without them, you know, it's like, all
1: all of the eyeball stuff. I'm like, ah, I don't mind the
0: eyeball. I just don't like the, 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 I just, yeah, the, the, um, The dreams and like the the these scary yeah. Hitchcockian angles of some of these dreams. It's like, you know, how yeah. blind I'm. Like, which of the precogs like stood at that angle at a fish eye on Howard's face? Like, right. Okay, go. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, which of you people? I don't know how many times I've seen this movie. Maybe uh, maybe a half a dozen times. Um, mm. but th- during this rewatch, I was most appreciating the story world. Mm. You know, and um, yeah. And Tom yeah. Cruise's acting, which I, you right. know, I, you're, it's always there. You always see it. But like this time I was, what jumped out at me was like his performance. Mm-hmm. He was being Tom Cruise, but he wasn't just being Tom Cruise. He was playing a character. He was going through something. He was sure. experiencing, yep. you know, he's lost his son. He's still grieving the, his son's missing. His son's probably dead. Yep. And yep. he's still grieving yep. that. And he's carrying that and he's got he's putting up this front as this leader, but then he's also really terrified about, you know, and confused at what's happening. Um, The scene where he actually goes up to the apartment and he finds all the pictures on the bed and he's like, he sees the picture of his son. And so he's like, no, this isn't a, this is a mistake. I am going to kill this man. Like that whole scene is just tremendous. His performance is so good. and it's, Hmm. It's not just Tom Cruise screaming at someone. Yeah, um, it's the character. It's you know, like, yeah, it's 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 amazing. Like yeah. uh it's really, really, really great. Um yeah. yeah, I don't know. When uh what's your what's your uh what's your history with this movie? Is it I think I mine. probably
1: discovered it in high school. Um, I seem to remember seeing it all the time at Blockbuster um, because I, I would, it, it was inevitably somewhere close to the Mission Impossible films and the Blockbuster, mm-hmm. uh, the the two that had been released at that time. And, and uh, there was like a, a brief period where, with both Mission Impossible movies and this, it's like the cover art is like a side profile of Tom Cruise. i looking at it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay. So my brain lumped them all together. And okay. I think at some point I was just like, I have to see all of them. And so I'm pretty sure my first experience with it was just renting it from Blockbuster and watching it and loving it um i think i've probably only seen it twice maybe three times Mm -hmm. um, because i remember i think i remember us watching it in college um Uh and and um i don't know who all was in on that but but i know i know i watched it in college at least once so so i probably have seen it twice maybe three times but it's been a long time since i've seen the movie um, and I I wanted to rewatch it, but I'm pretty sure this was not on Netflix a week ago when I looked for it. Right. So I don't think it was either. So, and I have it on DVD, but I just kind of was like, yeah, I'm not really motivated to watch it on DVD. Probably have seen this two, maybe three times. Enjoyed it every time, like from the get go. It feels different from a typical Spielberg movie to me. Um, like this this is like a weird era because he had kind of made, I don't remember if this was before or after AI. This was right Um, after this got pushed back because
0: of AI and Mission Impossible 2's their their productions were running over schedule.
1: Got it. So Spielberg had done AI and he'd done this and, and they both feel a little off for him. AI way more because that was really supposed to be more of a Kubrick film than a Spielberg film. Um, But um, but this always felt a little bit different for me. Like it has the Spielbergian, uh, you know, feel to it here and there, but it is really different for his typical stuff. And it's certainly scarier than what he would normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and maybe a little more high concept than what Spielberg normally does. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's all source material. The source material is that way. And Spielberg, no you know, I, I no doubt like it resonated with the source material. and that's what, you know pushed him to make this film. But I'm glad that it it doesn't embrace the typical Spielberg trappings, not because those are bad trappings. I mean, you know, you can see back behind me, I've got Raiders and e t. Like I love Spielberg. but, um, but I think this film would have suffered with the typical Spielberg. Flavor. Mm. Um, and so I'm glad that it has that edge to it that uh, his movies typically don't have. Um, and and I think it kind of signals a more matured filmmaker um, who can tackle things that are. Uh, outside of his wheelhouse, mm-hmm. and uh, and I just enjoyed it from from that perspective, like analyzing this among Spielberg's catalog, and I so I think that's really what my big draw to this was, even beyond Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible. It was like, oh, this is a Spielberg movie, but it feels different. Like it feels like an adult Spielberg movie, and. Um, I don't know. It's weird. Like I feel like Minority Report doesn't get the credit that it's due because it just feels like people forget about it, or like it just kind of like flew under the radar for some reason for people our age. But I really enjoyed this movie, and I think it's got some solid twists and turns, and um, you know, great little like mystery that gets you know, unraveled slowly yeah. but surely throughout the film. And, and like I said, the eyeball stuff, like some really big sequences that stick out that still hold up. I'm sure, uh, like, you know, the automated cars and yeah. and that sort of thing. And, and that, that, uh, that escape sequence on top of the cars and, you know, all this kind of stuff and the vertical highway and like all that stuff is really cool. And it's like etched into my brain forever. Mm -hmm. Um, like the, the, um, the hyper sleep or whatever that they put the criminals in, like the way that that looks, it's like, it's all etched into my mind, the fogginess and the, you know, whatever it's like, this is, this is etched into my brain forever. And, and that's where Spielberg shines is like, even though this feels different from a Spielberg movie like it still has these big iconic Spielberg moments like he can create like no other filmmaker can um cuz you think about any of these movies like just look at the ones on the wall here like ET the the poster itself explains like the most iconic shot in the film um and then and then Raiders like you can go through a dozen different super iconic pieces in that film um and and minor reports no different like it's just in emb- like emblazoned in my mind and will be forever um so yeah i mean i i highly recommend this movie um even though i haven't rewatched it in a long time it's certainly. I now that I know this on Netflix, I'm gonna rewatch it. Yeah. But it's it's definitely just one of those movies that will stick with you for forever, and that's I think a good a good testament to it. And 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 truth be told, me having seen it two or three times, you having seen it, you said a half dozen or so. I think so. Like, at least th- this is great on rewatchability, and oh, that's yeah. one of the key cornerstones of what we talk about. Is like what makes a good movie is I want to watch it over and over. So like this you know passes that with flying colors. So, yeah, for sure, like th- th- to me this stands up as one of Tom Cruise's best yes. of this era and and Spielberg's best of this era.
0: Yeah, I think everyone's really great in this and when I rewatch it, I'm watching Max von Sydow the whole time because, you know, you're yeah, you, he's in on he's this it's this is all him. Um yep. and so I watch yep. him go like, oh, "Okay, like I, I just study his Motivations, and I really love how well the Danny Whitwer the 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 Colin Farrell role. How much of a great red herring he is, because the whole time you're like, it's Whitwer, and it's Whitwer, and 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 Tom Cruise is like, it's Whitwer. He set me. I'm not. I'm not sure how, but he set me up. That fucking guy. And it's like, no, it's not him. In fact, Whitwer figures it out, and then he's killed. Um,
1: I think this is the first thing I saw Colin Farrell in.
0: Not for me, but like I, uh, the early 2000s was a was a bath of colin farrell he was everywhere like right at the beginning of this decade he was in everything um and i don't remember the first thing i saw him in the very first thing but this was one of them for sure Uh, and i was i was he was one of my favorite actors around this time too because like i just saw him and stuff and i was like i like this dude you know
1: you you were big on in bruges right I love him, Bruges. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And that was only. Get this. This is only. That was only six years after this. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Crazy. Wow. I, I Imbr- I, crazy. I love him. I want to see the Banshees of Inish And um, yeah, I wasn't big. It's on, on- HBO Max. Is it okay? It, Oh my God. Okay. I need to write that down. Yeah. It's, yep. um, I want to see that. I was not yep. big on Seven Psychopaths, but I really love In Bruges. Like, I, yeah, yep. I might be in yep. love with In Bruges. <laughs> um, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, this movie, let's see, it says it has a $102 million budget and made $358 uh, million. Made good money. A lot of actors in here you would recognize um, uh, Neil McDonough. You know, uh, as we said, Colin Farrell, Peter Stormare in here as the uh, the the quack doctor who swaps his eyes out. Um, Samantha Morton, who's great and doesn't get enough, you know, um, recognition for this role. Did this? Did this get nominated for anything? Let me see here. It earned many nominations. uh, Let's see, best, including best sound editing at the Academy Awards. It lost to Lord of the Rings. Uh, yeah, it did not, yeah, it didn't actually, wasn't nominated for a lot of Oscars. Um, hmm. yeah. Um, and then of course this got briefly developed into a television series in the, let me know, about 15 years later, 10, 15 years later. Did it really? I don't remember that. Yeah. Let me look at this. This was a follow-up television series had been given pilot command at Fox. It made its broadcast debut in September but was canceled at the end of that season in May. So I just don't think Mm. it pulled numbers, basically. so
1: Gotcha. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: I don't remember that. I remember hearing about it, but I didn't hear much after that.
1: Yeah. One of the things I like about Minority Report, and we, we talk about this quite often on the show, is like, sci-fi or horror that means something, yeah. right? Like it has it has some relevance to actual life and 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 raises meaningful questions. Yeah. And and I feel like Philip K. Dick's materials does that anyway. Yeah. Um so of course that's fairly easy to like transfer over to an adaptation. But, um, but yeah, I mean, th- this film, you know, tackles things like free will and whatnot. But it also, like to me, one of the most important things that it talks about is, you know, is is it ethical to arrest somebody for a crime they have not committed yet, yeah. right? Like this is this is almost the heart of like Captain America winter soldier too. Right. Um, It's the idea of like, if we can stop a crime from happening before it happens, is it justified then to remove the, uh, the potential perpetrator from society Mm -hmm. um, based on what they might do, even if we have good reason to believe they will do it. Right. And, and this is like a pretty decent moral quandary um, that, that there isn't a good answer for, um, because, and I don't know that the film really even bothers to give a solid answer to it, but it just raises the question. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe the film does, but, it, it, but, yeah. but it, it certainly raises the question of like, you know, okay, w- we have good reason to believe so-and-so is going to commit such and such of a crime should we take action? Yes or no? Right. Um, and and you know, yeah. I mean, of course, we want to stop it. For but, but what right do we have to detain somebody for something they haven't done? Right. And and this, it's just an interesting moral question. And so, it, like I said, it's high concept, but it's also it's just raising good questions that that like good sci-fi should. Yeah. Um, you know, is this. It is because essentially you can, you can like plaster this onto modern day uh, you know, police and police work. Is it ethical to, you know, do anything right? Like, like is any part of what we do ethical if we take it to an extreme and say like, now watch this, like where, where do you fall on this, you know, in this area? And it's like, this is an extreme. Sure. But, you know, I mean. What right do we have to intervene in certain things? And right. and anyway, I, I just think it's interesting to to bring that up and and it makes it smart sci-fi and not like what I feel like we get a lot of right now, which is stuff that doesn't raise any possible it, it has no point of view and raises no questions. It's right. just like, eh, there's cars and they're fly, and you're like, cool, but what's the moral question? And they're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. What they want that? to survive. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm
0: like, okay. The, the idea that this, the, the film ends with Tom Cruise proved the system fallible. It's broken. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's not perfect. And therefore we can't, we can't, you know, put people away for life. I like put them in cryo sleep for decades yeah. because it's, it's not entirely certain that they would have committed a crime the certainty yeah. we felt about this is not uh, It's is not 100%. It's it's a lie. It's it's not Yeah. Yeah. So they let everybody go. They terminate pre-crime and everything. So the idea that like they tried to make a show like 10 years later versus pre-crime and it's like but but it's but there's a wait a minute. It's disbanded. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so like what's the conflict? What's the concept? Yeah, exactly. Um, this too. <clears throat> And so any, any sci-fi always explores like these high-minded things like, you know, you would like to think as a society, if we found that we'd be like, no, like, obviously the alternative is death, but two wrongs don't make a right, you know, right. like, like right. if, if anything, what, what you would do is, okay, we can stop them from happening, but we can, all we can really do is be like, Hey, don't do that again. Cause we're going to be here. Yep. We're going to stop it. You know? Yeah. there was a couple of times watching the movie this time where i was like uh, like uh, while danny's in there talking to them about like the you know the the method and they're giving all the exposition about how it works i was like why isn't this thing going off like right now like how do you all even have time to like have idle chit chat and the, the story reason is like people get the message like you know but there's still crimes of passion, but that just made me think like, man, the first like month this was there. I bet this, I bet this was bananas. Like, Oh, there's Not, a, there's a red ball coming out chaos. like a broken, yeah. you know, casino machine. Like, skum, 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 yep. skum, like Oh, I can't <laughs> stop them all. Oh <laughs> my God. There's so many. Yeah. But yeah. like, I remember thinking like, how would you, how would you scale this? Like in, in America, like how many, anyway, yeah. it's, it's, it's insane. Like they were going yep. from, <laughs> they're like, we want to take the program nationwide. It's like, Let's start with three more cities.
1: Yeah, right. Not not Don't the whole the country.
0: Like, my yes, God. Correct. There's only three right. precogs. Could how would they just, even... add, just add another zip code and call it a day? That was my biggest thing. Like the you know just yeah. rewatched the plot hole was like, excuse me, just <clears throat> one one question. How exactly would you scale this? This right. This works, but seems impossible. Where are you going to get more precogs? Exactly. Or, or do they just have to do all the work? Right. That's it. Probably. Probably. And they just explode. They have those dreams like, oh God, Howard, no. This is <sighs> 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 <laughs>
1: Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. You have to pay Wally a lot more, the guy who takes yeah. care of them. Like yeah. it's cool. Wally, these are like now they're like 300 million times more important. So I really need you to Yeah. How how would you like a how would you like a uh five thousand dollar raise? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, what do you what do you need them for? You live here, basically. You basically just sleep in this pool,
1: right? How does a how does a five percent raise sound? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll tell you what, Chief it uh, it sounds realistic. He just looks at the camera. <laughs> oh. Dun, <sad>.
1: dun, <laughs> uh, okay. All right. All right. I right. I'll tell you what, five percent and an extra two days of PTO and a cool hat. And yeah, and we'll we'll give you we'll give you stock options, <laughs> just options. No, you you stock options, <laughs> stock options. Cool. Okay, yeah, I love stock. <laughs> is, is this on the Nasdaq? No, it's not. No, 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 no. We can't. absolutely no, not. the The option is you can pretend or you can not pretend.
0: Those are the options. No, Wally, please. We experimented on humans. We'll never be on the Nasdaq. Don't be naive, okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Look, you are thousand percent irreplaceable, but we are absolutely not offering you a penny more than what we just said.
1: We'll give you a company vehicle. How's what, that?
0: What's it gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> How about a wetsuit so your gross body doesn't mess up this milk pool <laughs> that you sleep in? If uh if this conversation has made you go, Oh, hell yeah, yeah, then uh head on over to Netflix and check it out.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. <clears throat> so the next episode is going to be the my favorites, the best of 2002 list. Yeah. So check that out. That will be on Friday, not Monday. We all right. Until then.